This week we're talking monster rabbits, creepy Swedes, boobs, and family drama. We watched a bunch of movies. We watched them so you don't have to. So you know what time it is. What's up, Moon Goons? Welcome to Horrible Horror, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. Movies so bad they're scary. I'm your host, Jedi Lord Marshall Hampton. With me today, uh, once again, for another... Basically, you know, before we get to that, you know what? This is going to be... You kind of get it from the intro. We did a bunch of movies. Uh, this is going to be another, uh, I guess, you call it a Why They Talk episode. Why They Talk. Why They Talk. And you just heard the co-host for today. You, it's Nachos McGuero again. That place. That's a bold statement. Ahoy, ahoy. Alright, we're cutting it short today. Uh, <laughs> that that singer, that song kind of sounds like Cincinnati Jeff a little bit. No, am I smoking crack? Is that a reach? Should I get the Ben Gay out? No, I'm not me thinking. It's not. It's not. I know it's not, but when I in my head, I want to compare. I could kind of see it. It's there. Not a little bit. I could kind of see it. I could kind of see it. Um, well, our listeners can't because this is an audio yes. experience. <laughs> yeah. um, so, I, uh, some, uh, I guess, uh, uh, disclaimers if you will oh boy um well like i said it's we've been it's been about three weeks i guess since an episode um so i had to have back surgery again and i've been really just pretty fucked up from it always in pain leave us alone and it's been a lot longer recovery than it was supposed to be so that's why we've been gone for so long and um also why this episode might not be your usual one. Um, might be kind of short. Uh, I'm also in a lot of pain as I sit here and do this, but I'm going to try to power through it. So if my normal enthusiasm and stuff isn't there, it's because I'm hurting and probably doped up on pain pills. And I'm about to also be taking my pain pills with another white claw hard seltzer that nachos brought me. This one's strawberry. So I mixed my pain pills with booze. So, you know, you know, that's always a good combination. Or who knows what's going to happen. The rare medical procedure they performed on Lord Marshall over here is they took his spine, they cracked it like a whip, they put it in upside <laughs> down, and they rubbed some uh, metachlorians on it. Yeah, metachlorians. So, yes, I will be an official force user now. Or you're going to end up like, uh, you know, General Grievous. You're going to have that sweet Which piece. really wouldn't be that bad. I have four arms. I'd live forever, and I'd be like, be able to fight with four lightsabers? I thought Grievous was the shit, man. I thought they dirtied him hard. It'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. Um, uh, also, because it's been three weeks and we're way behind, um, it's also finally, finally time to announce the winner of the Horrible Horror March Movie Madness Tournament of Awfulness oh, for this year. So, um, so if the reminder, yes, the you. championship match saw Scream Park, who I'm still yeah. calling shenanigans on that somehow, I don't understand how that beat out Can't Murder, but it did. But Scream Park taking on Night of the Dribbler, to be in which one of those two would be crowned the worst of the worst for this last year. I suspect Screen Park was on uh, performance enhancers. Yes, That's I want them tested immediately. Right. Where is the ref? <laughs> Come out, blow the whistle, throw some flags, take some blood. Yeah, take some blood or, or check the hands for risin or resin and sunblock or whatever. I don't know if you're a baseball fan. Fine. Oh yeah, they, yeah, they used to lube the balls up. Yeah, some loogies, some grease. Yeah, and then uh, did they lube the balls out on the field? I'm not talking about it in the dugout. <laughs> hey hey Sports ball. Um, so yeah, so let's find out who the winner was. I, I'm pretty sure, based on these two, what way is going. Um, but let's make it official. Yep. Uh, whopping fucking beat down. Just a beat down. Uh, with 85% of the vote, the Jeez. winner is Knight of the Dribbler, is this year's champion crowned worst of the worst. So congratulations uh, so, uh, to, to, to Knight of the Dribbler. Uh, you are the worst. You did it. And um, I forgot that I was supposed to gonna have a special soundbite for the, that announcement because, but my back's been so fucked up and I've been pained, I kind of forgot. I was going to play the uh, One Shining Moment song from the, you know, that was made famous from the NCWA tournament, but I forgot. So, One Shining Moment. Well, don't worry, da, Marshall. Da, 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 I da, da, out reach the lyrics. For stars or something. Don't I don't know. Uh, anyway, Actually, congratulations, now the Dribbler. You you suck, and it's been a you You totally suck. It should have the Special Olympics theme, like the dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Special Olympics. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. Um, Those kids have heart, though. Yes, they do. Um, all right, so that's that. That's taken care of. Tournament over. I got thank you for everybody who voted. Uh, really appreciate it. Uh, it's, like I said, it's probably my favorite time of the year when we get to do that and see, do the voting. So thank you for everyone for participating. Uh, and to all the listeners all. out there that had to suffer along with us. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but for all those of you who voted for Screen Park over Can't Murder, fuck you. I don't know what's wrong with you. Yeah, um, what? Seriously. But anyway. You know what? You got beef? Why don't you hit us up at the hotline <laughs> number? 7404 suck it. That's right. Because I, 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 I think I issued a challenge last time we were on it. I wanted to know everybody who voted for Screen Park to call that number, 7404 suck it, and leave us a message and explain why you voted for that overnight. But yet none of you cowards did. Fucking so cowards. You, you keyboard warriors. That's right. <laughs> Keeping it anonymous. Yeah. Anyway. Um, he chose. Oh, that was a pen flick. Well, did not mean to do that. But you know what? Are. You know what? The people who did choose Screen Park over Camp Murder, you know what? You he do get this. Poorly. Yes, you did. Yeah. That's for all you out there who voted for Screen Park. You let Camp <laughs> Murder live. Wait, Camp Murder? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, all right, let's move on this week. Um, so this week's version of, uh, I guess why they talk is, uh, we're going to be breaking out a few different movies. We talked, uh, we watched over, over the last few weeks. Um, at the time we were going to originally review them, you know, it was more, uh, Easter, timely and more Easter oriented. Yeah. Easter. It, it, 
synced up more at the time frame. So we, we're going to talk Beaster Day and we're going to talk Spring Break Massacre because um, both of those went hand in hand with the time frame at the t- at the time. But now obviously it doesn't matter. But we're going to talk about it anyway. So let's start with Beaster Day first. Um, Was this an uncorked film? <sighs> it may have been. You know what? Let me get my trusty laptop. Yeah, I mean here. we can get up the old fire up the old Google machine real quick and, and, and check that out. But um, it might have been. It, it this was it's a, it's a really super independent movie with some you know one of those uh, really shitty like uh, puppets puppet three like, like green screen puppet and man I'm not gonna lie the cover the box art for this film box art looked great pretty fucking cool box art looks cool that's how they suck you in with these man they make that's good, how they get you they make good box art and then you turn on like oh what the fuck <laughs> it's like the box art you know is like I think we made this joke with when we did the prey but the box art for this movie is like. Hey, check this out. This is the real version on Amazon. And when you watch the movie, some you get hoodwinked and, and, and you the old bait and switch with here's the version from Wish.com. Is <laughs> basically what you see. Now I can explain that. It's because uh, Arrow, I think, reissued uh, the Prey, so they brought in some new confangled artists to come in and do some nice retro vibes, which they did with the Slayer as well. And well, fuck, look how that ended up. Yeah. Um. Well, the joke was that not so much the box art, but it was more the uh, what how the killer actually looked. Like he looked like Wish version of Jason. Uh, it bad. It was bad. So, Beaster Day. Basically, there is this for no 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 reason. There's yeah. no explanation at all. But this giant mutated killer bunny walk around like fucking Godzilla. Not, not as big, but basically... A, it was like a combination of how they move Grogu in fucking Mandalorian mm-hmm. be like a cute puppet. Yeah. But theirs wasn't on purpose. No. His arms, like, his arms and legs were always, like, jacked up at weird angles that made no sense. And they're, like, like kind of like a marionette feel to this thing. Yes, and yes. But it never... Soft, God wet damn it. eye hole. I'm so, I gotta put my pen down. I'm, I'm hitting things. And pen down. Test is over. Pen down, yep. Yeah, um, so... There's no explanation why this mutant rabbit beast thing is going around killing people, but it is. And I was going to ask you, was <laughs> there an origin of why? No. Okay. Never explained. Um, the only they do make I try to make a, a self-indulgent, like, not indulgent, but like uh, joke about it at the very end. I think at the right at the credits or post credits, there's somebody look look. So it's like, gee, I wonder how it got so big. And because as a joke, because they never explain it, so it's it never, was an uncorked. It is uncorked. Film. Okay, it's uncorked. Um, well, put the cork back on. Yeah, cr- put that cork please. back in. Yes, Beaster Day. Here comes Peter Cotton Hell. Yep. That's uh, uh, God, I don't even know how to describe this. The bunny. Like, it doesn't even look like a bunny. It. I, it looks more like I don't want to say a jackalope, but it's not. So it has like a roadkill yeah. possum's head. Yes. With and then they like put eyes on it. It's like this thing is rotting, and it's this motherfucker looks like mange. Yeah, I. It, it's until you you actually need to see it to believe it. But yeah, I, I think you're right. The, the it looks more like a possum head than a bunny rabbit, and it's yeah, it's just fucking. It's not it's, very it's good. It's not good. It's very very bad. Um, and he basically just goes around killing random people in the shittiest way possible. Like, yeah, they'll make a bite sound effect and then show a headless person, yeah, like five, 
10 feet away. <laughs> yeah, uh, that they do. Um, yeah, the, the kills are pretty much always like somebody screaming, ah, cut to the bunny chomping and then cut back to the what's left of the body and some you know blood here, I'll just read this real quick. A giant bloodthirsty Easter bunny starts viciously killing for uh, killing the local townsfolk when the mayor refuses to act. The attacks grow more gruesome. <coughs> Jaws. To find uh, the town finds a ugh, the town finds its very survival to the hands of a wannabe actress and a crazy dog catcher. That's, That's not- right. The, the, I forgot. The, the, so it places the a lot of it is focused on the local like animal control agency. Like um, I'm not gonna lie, this dude had me laughing. Yeah, he said some fucked up shit. Yeah, there were some decent lines, if I remember correctly. Um, some. It was a couple weeks ago, so I'm a little... Yeah, I don't remember, but I do remember the guy was being a little funny at t- here and there. Um, the girl's a failed... Yeah, she's like a failed actress who was living at home with ba- dad's face, like, get out or get a job because I'm not supporting you anymore. And so she gets a job working with the animal control department, and she gets paired up with the wisecracking guy, and they kind of go He about. was a little unhinged. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I mean, there's not much to talk about. I will say I was stunned at the amount of boobs in this movie for such a low budget, no name movie. Like I'm couldn't believe the amount of women that were willing to go topless and show their tits in this movie. Well, usually if they go topless, they show their tits. Well, yeah, well, I'm just, I'm just fucking with you, man. I just blew my mind. I was not expecting any boobs. I was like this. They look like somebody at uncorked may or may not uh be a co-owner of a strip club <laughs> i think you're yeah and uh they brought in the tuesday day the tuesday squad man these are the kind of boobs if you stare at too long you're probably going to get hep c <laughs> i remember that because there's slow-mo scenes of chicks running with their boobs just flopping around yep. like gratuitous and there's like close up like this one girl's running naked through the wood stops kind of runs in place for like five minutes while the camera just zooms in on the close over tits just sitting there as she runs in place screaming i mean you got and a then bad she, time yeah <laughs> and then she runs off just to get in she gets killed uh i can't really remember many of the kills like if, if there were any good ones. most of them are like you know just a head gets chopped up you know eaten off or arm gets bitten off or boy i hope you like stock sound effects and screaming because this movie (laughs) is chalked to the gills with it yeah i mean there's it's not much like it's not worth really talking much more about it's bad it's one of those phenomenons you just kind of have to see it yeah and i don't even know if i'd recommend you watch it or not i mean it's like it's not a long movie it's like an hour 10 or something like that it's one on a shorter this is a triple b flick you get your buddies, get some buds, get some beers. Mm-hmm. That's the only way to watch this. Yeah, that, that's correct. Yeah, it, it's definitely, a, you have to watch it in a group while drunk or and or high or something. Um, yeah, and laugh perfect. At look, look at that thing. It's just busting a movie yeah, out like, in the middle of a field. His fucking knees bent out to the one side. Look, his legs look broken. He's like he's doing the hump damn. You dance aside like your leg is broken. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker looks then, like he's gotten busy in a Burger King bathroom. Bath, yeah. That's for real. And his arms are all bent, cracked out like he's doing. The, I don't even remember that. Yeah. Some chick with that helmet. <laughs> Yeah. So in short, yikers. Would you yikers. Re- recommend definitely. this? Buds, beers, all that? Yeah. Oh, there's a video. Oh, here's the chick making sun tea, and she's looking a little rough. I'm not here to judge, but uh, yeah. yep. she looks like her uh, her mailing zip, you know, address <laughs> is Jersey. 
apart with a tank, and that's uh, that's about all I feel about talking about. Yeah, how about that, you? Bud? Yeah, I'm done. Beastie is done. We're moving on. I'm glad that never became an actual episode where we had to break down the whole thing because goddamn, I don't even know where to begin with that one. It would have been it would have been a rough episode to get through. Um, what was this one? Next, what? What's the next movie? Next one. I see. Here's one I thought about doing as an actual episode because it does feature um, some prominent names, and um, one of which is a horrible horror hall of famer, uh, and the other is I don't know if you call him an icon or not. I I, I, I don't consider him an icon, but he was in some, a big franchise horror. So some people oh, might fucking Reggie Bannister. Reggie Bannister's and in this. That sad ponytail. Mm-hmm. Buddy, let it go. You're let rocking go. the power shoe. <laughs> I'm gonna jump in real quick. So yeah, quick. it's got Reggie Bannister and it's got uh Linnea Quigley in it. Oh yeah, the Quigs was in it. And wait, was it this one? And then was it also There's the cops and that they shoot yeah, like, in the same place. I can't places. remember which movie it was, but I also watched one that had PJ Souls in it. I can't remember which PJ Souls was not in this not, one. Not not this one. Okay, then it was a different one I watched that had her in it. I watched about the same time, I guess. Oh boy, so it's double stack. Yeah, so we have Quigley and Bannister in this one. And then a bunch of uh college co ed What is the name of this movie? This is called Spring Break Massacre. Thank you. Spring Um So basically we got the the, the our main girl, she's home on spring break and she's having a sleepover with all of her friends uh her dad is in the mob or something I, yeah. so, no he he talks his, the, the actor who plays that's so weird and talks really strange like he, oh, he makes some weird decisions i remember how this movie starts out it's in it's 1998 yes yes it's back in the nine ninety eight, and, and there's a, a girl and two guys hanging out delicious Goth, oh my god, he's so straight goth. cowboyed from hell with yes. a fucking 10 gallon hat on. And then this dude straight up looks like, uh, like kind of like Ogre from fucking Screen Park. A yeah, oh bit. god, the, the goth cowboy, yes. So there's this girl, I don't remember much about what she was wearing. It was like a red, it was kind of like what fucking, uh, blah, 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 but it wasn't like all goth that she was just kind of more normal. It was tight and red, like what Miliovovich wore in the first Resident Evil to some degree. She was not wearing a dress like that, but what? anyway, it, but goth cowboy, this girl, and then super goth guy who's wearing like a shredded shirt and like mesh, mesh and nettings and all this stuff. They're hanging out. Time, time to bust out the Ouija board. Yeah, yeah, and they bust out Ouija board, and they do some shit. And then they like, call for pizza or something, and the pizza delivery guy shows up. And does the number one pizza guy no-no. Walk in somebody's fucking house. Yeah, you never go in. And then I'm pretty sure at some point he's like, nope, I don't get paid enough for this. Yep. And then fucking skeets. Oh, um, he gets murdered to death. Yeah, so the girl ends up getting murdered. Yes, she does. And... Um, Eventually, so, jump to the future, and basically, the pizza delivery guy is the one who gets pinned for it. Was it? I thought it was the cowboy from hell. No, no. So, spoilers. Let's just clear this up right now because I'm not. I don't care enough to talk about. Yeah. So, at the end of the movie, this when isn't Hemingway for fuck's when, sake. At the end of the movie, he found out the guy who actually killed the girl was Goth Cowboy. He's the one who actually killed her, and maybe with other, it was Super Goth. I'm not sure, but he's when they go outside to smoke or do something, you see him pull out a knife from his pants and so he's goth cowboy is the one who actually kills the girl oh, pizza delivery guy gets blamed for it he's the one who does the time for it there's two pictures for this movie it's both the cover for the movie yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so 
main girl, who I don't remember her name, it was called her main girl. Uh, her dad leaves the him, her his daughter and her friends alone for a weekend to have a party while he goes out of town on business. See, this dude um, is shady as fuck. Yeah. I don't know what he's about. He, he's, I'm thinking he's got to be mob. Mob, <laughs> mob adjacent, mob oriented. Mob adjacent. So, um, Wait, wait. So, uh, yeah, he goes out of town business. Then there's the uh, 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 creepy neighbor. What the fuck who, is up with this dude? I kind of love the neighbor. He kind of might be my favorite character in this movie. You're, you're MVP? Okay. Because he's so deadpan and lifeless, but like, it made me love him more because he's like, Hi, um, I brought your paper. Uh, Do you mind if I watch you girls make out? Yeah. <laughs> and he's just, just kidding. weird shit. Damn yeah. I? He's like, I watch you make out. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> he the neighbor is like the only saving grace in this movie. It starts out bad, but man, I, I don't know. The neighbor cracked me up. Um, He's red herring deluxe. Oh, yeah. 100%. And like, didn't he used to be a crazy escape to scene asylum? Did they reformed or something? I don't know if it's that bad, but um, also also then at about the time the father leaves on uh, for his uh, business trip. Here's the, the quote you were looking for. I'm sorry. Mr. Malone, I have your mail, Heather. Oh, was it delivered to the wrong house by mistake? <laughs> no, it was in your mailbox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nope, it was in your mail. See, it's so stupid, I, I, but I, I love this guy. I did get a chuckle out of that. And he's so deadpan, and it makes it work. He's the best character in the movie. I want to talk about the guys in this movie because they are fucking ridiculous. Oh, they're, yeah. If they're college-bound or whatever, yeah. these guys are like, 14 year olds like what do you think they're doing right now they're probably making out and trying on each other's bras yeah no that's stupid they're probably playing poker with their boobies out (laughs) cut to a scene where they're all playing poker with their boobies out but they're obscured or like you know side boob or what's yeah um i've seen there was another one we saw that in i can't but it was uh but yeah a lot of times they do i don't i hate when they do that like College age guys, yeah, they can be a bunch of tits or whatever, but my god, not like no one's around going to their boobies. Out. <laughs> that's, <laughs> or, that's me, yeah. I mean, like, they, they ride them like, yeah, I you said, a group, like, that's a great kid, like junior high kids or something like that. I watched this with my wonderful girlfriend Sarah, who suffered was nice enough to suffer, suffer with you. And at one point, she just goes, You're a terrible boyfriend to make her hey, suffer. She, these. she wanted to, oh, well, then okay, then maybe she's got a little bit of like SM qualities in her, Sarah. Right. What, what's going on? If do you do you like self the torture. torment go to the self-flagulation station <laughs> the flagellation station <laughs> uh and then so at one point she just goes what the fuck where are the tits in this goddamn movie and i'm like this is why this, this is, is why, why i like good. you yeah uh we you did, i think you do get some tips and one, then there's there's the, the one girl the asian girl the asian friend Whoa. who's like her face lesbian like but like Oh, shower not boots. come out. She's like trying to always get the girls to make out with each other and take a shower with each other and all this stuff. He's like, but it'd be funny. Ha <laughs> just a joke. <laughs> but you know, like the secret lesbian of the group. They do that whole bit in Arrested Development where it's like George Michael, Michael Sarah, and then maybe his cousin. They're like, are we adopted? Maybe we should make out and freak our parents out. Kind of <laughs> shit. Oh, that's right. They did do that. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen that show in like. 10 plus years last season kind of fell apart because everybody was getting big and michael's here is like no i don't really want to be in this show it's like look scott pilgrim why don't you make your little avant-garde films where you hang out with a cactus or something yeah (laughs) all right go ahead um so it's pretty much after the dad leaves then we see a mystery person 
the, you saw with something? The, with the ease of just basically walking into a supermarket and buying a head of lettuce, walk into a prison and break out the pizza delivery, the killer, for, you know, the killer uh, from the opening of the movie. Or at least that we're, what we're expecting. He breaks out the pizza delivery guy who's, everybody's like, oh, he's the murderer. So Reggie Bannister was the the sheriff, He's right? the local town sheriff, and yeah. And his whole shtick was it's, and the, the Quigs comes in, is like, because this motherfucker is chain smoking the whole movie. Yeah. You don't have the time, I didn't even know that was Reggie Bannister. I thought it was like Steven Seagal's stunt double or something. <laughs> uh, uh, he's not fat enough to be Seagal's. Man, Steven Seagal, I, uh, you got fucking weird. Mm-hmm. You see him in all the sniper movies and shit where he doesn't even get out of the chair. <laughs> Buying time. Uh, I got something for you real quick. So at the party the other night, I got a bottle of Strange Donuts. Remember that? The donut beer from several episodes ago? Mm. The Pony Dons? Oh, yes. So I went to everybody in the party and I had them read the bottle. So the consensus is we're going Pony Dons. Pony Dons? Pony Dons. From here okay. forward on, Pony Dons. Pony Dons. What were we else? What were you arguing? What could have else would have been? Pony Dones. Dones. And then my buddy, uh, the wonderful Jake Steiger, said, what if it was Ponita Dons? And I was like, you know, I kind of like that too. Yeah, okay, Pony Dons makes sense. Yeah. All right. Um, so, anyway, so the the murder he gets broken out of prison. Yeah. Please explain this ending to me because I couldn't see anything. Yeah, so it is very dark. There are very scenes where it's very dark. You don't see much. Um, and it takes a while for the killings to happen because the first like forty five. It's a short movie too, but the first like forty five minutes is just filler and like the girls hanging out doing stupid shit. And, uh, and then again, because I guess, a, I don't know, eighth grader wrote this thing, yeah. uh, all for some reason, all the girls that hang out in lingerie for some reason, instead of like pajama pants Damn and like, it's what the script needed. Yeah. It's what the script really needed. Um, they, they decided to go skinny dipping Yep, and uh, <laughs> they're all there and you get to see everybody's glorious breasts and the chick. Who Did I, everybody get shown? Their t- I don't know if everybody showed their tits in this movie. There's a not. lineup scene. Cause I remember I'm like, Oh yeah. And I look over at Sarah and I'm like, that's a sweet doctor standing on. That's a good looking doc. It's, oh. it's got cool architect on the way. Yeah. It's like a Hobbit village. And she's like, yeah, okay. Okay. Um, so yeah, so they all hang out in their lingerie all night. Um, the one girl who basically, for some reason, in the middle of spring or something, when this is, decides to wear her, it looked like a Mrs. Claus lingerie. It was like red sheer with like white, like fuzzy oh. trim oh, along the top. Christmas in July, March. Yeah, Christmas. She was just um, getting ready for it. It was an odd choice for spring movie, but um, I will say she was the hottest girl in the movie. Her, Mrs. Claus was smoke. Was she was hot? I'll give her that. She can get it. Um, anyway, so once the killing started, the boys show up. And they uh, try to scare each other at the same time. Yeah, or the mask. And there's like what four guys, maybe five. Four or five, and, and they, they all get killed like instantly, instantly like okay at the same that. time, like yeah. one after another. Like it's the quickest. I don't think I've ever seen so many murders in such a short amount of time. It's back. It's chain. It's like chain smoke. It's chain murdering. Like back to back to back to back yeah, to back you're to like back. Lighting your new cigarette with the the remains of your old cigarette, kind of shit. Yeah, it's just. And it's they're done. So the boy, the boys show up at the house, and then they're dead within like two three minutes. E- easy, all of them, yeah. all of them are dead. Yep. Um, and again, don't ask me about the kills because um, they pretty much suck. I, none, none, none of the kills really stand out to me in this at all. I remember one decent effect, but then I saw Evil Dead Rises, and it just wiped my slate. <laughs> um. 
So uh, the night goes on, and, and, and so finally, um, the, the 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 big the, the dad comes home, or Reggie Bannister calls the dad because uh, Quigley. Basically, there's only three policemen in this entire town: Bannister, Quigs, and then random cop number three. Basically, yeah. uh, Quigley and random cop number three get murdered in a police car outside the police the sheriff station. Quigs got the fucking lamest death. She just got bonked. On she they the fucking killer bonked her head on the car to death. Yeah, something like that. It was bad. That's the only kill I can like remember from the movie. Yeah. So Bannister finds the two of them dead in the in the cop car. He's like, oh shit, and they move on. Um. Yeah. What Mayberry fucking rigmarole are they pulling here on us? Yeah. So now the dad shows up at home, and for some reason, I, he, like he. The, the dog's like, oh, dad, you're home. Thank God everybody's been killed, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, ha, 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 yeah, I know. I killed them because I speak like weird and I, I can't even represent, like, it even was, imitate what it he was. It was fucking odd. Um, but basically it turns out the dad's the murderer. Um, he and the bro- reasoning for that. The, he broke out. He somehow managed, this regular dude managed to infiltrate a prison, a maximum security prison, break out the guy who was falsely imprisoned for the one girl's murder back in 98. So to use him as the scapegoat, so everybody thinks that he's out killing people. He was going to be the scapegoat because he, and he brings him into the house I'm with him. I'm pretty sure he has a pretty good fucking he's, good he, alibi. He, he was in prison. Yeah. Well, that's why he broke him out. So now he's tied up to a chair. He's like, and he's like, yeah, I didn't do it. I'm just here. He, we, I'm, I don't know what's going on. And dad's like, yeah, I'm going to frame him for all the murders that, cause he's already been framed for the murders and everything. He's a killer anyway. So ha 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 ha. And, so that's the big twist. And so the dad then starts going around killing all of his daughter's friends because, and then even, uh-huh. and then he tries to attack and murder his own daughter. Um, oh, by the way, the creepy neighbor, he's dead too. He, he gets killed. He gets stabbed with like the chest of machete or something. I don't know. Oh, Cause he was walking around. You know what, dude, this movie I think was trying to suck off. Slumber Party Massacre's dick so hard. Oh, yeah. Because remember the whole part where, like, the, the fucking the neighbors out there with a, a hatchet just hacking wood? It's like, what are you doing? Night slugs. That's the only Yo, thing Oh, yeah, the night slugs. Them. Yeah, night with slugs. With the whole pizza guy shit and all that. Uh, <laughs> the night slugs. <laughs> much better movie. Uh, and honestly, I cannot remember why the fuck the dad went. I don't know if it had something to do with the mom leaving or dying or something at this point sarah and i we were watching it we both mentally checked out she leans over to me and goes does marshall remember that this isn't horrible horror (laughs) it's like because we just got double barreled and i'm like i'll talk to him about that wait what do you mean this isn't horrible yes this is horrible this is exactly what we do on the show (laughs) but why we talk we've been talking about fun things too yeah well i that's why i was trying to go back to like yeah it's roots yo it's roots yo Sarah, I love you, but this is exactly what we do on the show. We talk about the shitty horror movies. Um, so you're saying we live by the crystals and die by the live, crystals. Yes, yes, indeed. Um, I really care what the fuck the dad's motive was. I, I don't know if it had something was to do with it the real mom. estate? I, it, hey, if any of the listeners out there managed to stay awake and sane through this film. I don't think it was real estate. Drop it like it it's may, It may have been debt. He owed somebody? You know and he was trying to get life I don't know. Right now. Yeah, IMDb that shit. See if <laughs> they say. Review, the titties are the most important thing. <laughs> uh, we agree. It All made right. no... It was stupid. That's what I remember. It was really, it was really, really lame and dumb. Um, excuses why the dad was trying to kill his own daughter um, and all of her friends. 
so, but anyway, the, the, it comes down. He gets B- Banser shows up. Ooh, guess what? One of the uh, buzzwords was white panties. White panties. Oh, we got the panty lovers. Yeah. All right. I didn't look at that, but I, that's great. Panty lovers are back. Oh, that's good to see. We missed you. <laughs> Seriously, here's the plot. A sleepover party for six sorority co-eds turns in a deadly, turns deadly as they are slaughtered one by one. Yeah. Um, I can't remember. I, I really do not remember why the dad was the kill, what his motivation was or the, the, his, I don't know. I don't remember. Yep. I, I might have something to do with the mom leaving him or dying or Whoa. something, or maybe he was in debt and he owed money. So he was trying to cash on life. I don't know. I do not remember. I'm looking at the more like this on the IMDb. One of them is Bigfoot Blood Trap. Nice. That sounds fun. <laughs> there just aren't a lot of good Bigfoot movies. Um, and really, that's it. That's that's it. That's all you really need to know about Spring Break Massacre. It's bad too. Um, I I'm stunned again. Don't I'm kind of surprised they're able to. So what they what they lured what care on a stick they lured Quig the Quigs the Quigmire like, and, and, and 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 Reggie Banster to get them in to do this, but. I, you know what? I think they're just trying to Danny Trejo their IMDb at this point. Maybe in as many movies as motherfucking possible. Maybe, maybe. And then the credits roll, and during the credits you get like the 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 gag reel. Oh boy! And it's mostly like the dad fucking up his lines, and he's not laughing. Or he's not trying to be. It's not. They're not funny. It's just him fucking up. Like oh, okay. he's trying to be like, see like, mm, uh, uh, Yeah, right, it's I'll like go. this ain't Smokey and the Bandit, homie. <laughs> fucking. Like, it's just. It's not again. It's another short one, but not worth it. No, not worth it at all. I mean, if you want boobs, hey, check this out. There's this little thing called Marshall. Tell me if you've heard of this called the Internet. Oh yeah, I, no, I'm not. I, yeah. I'm not. Some this must be some new weird alien technology. Yeah, apparently it's like a series of tubes that's underground and involves lasers or something. Huh? Yeah. And you say there's boobs on this in, in, internet? Cy- cyber webs. Yeah, it's a series of nets. It's I don't I don't. So it's like spiders make it or something? Cyber like webs? Spiders, yeah. Cy- webs? I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Kind of, kind of puzzled. <laughs> hey, but you know what I did see? What did you see? I saw Evil Dead Rises. Oh, you did? And that movie was fucking awesome. I'm not going to spoil shit. Okay. I will say in the first two minutes, mm-hmm. you see a woman get her scalp ripped off. Oh. You see a deadite take a drone and fucking grind it into her face. And then you see a man's head get ripped off and roll down a dock like a bowling ball. Hmm. And it's fucking awesome. Hmm. You get a chance to see it in theaters. Now, here's a question for you. And maybe you can enlighten me on this. What you got, bud? Um, what is officially a deadite? A deadite is so... Are they intelligent zombies? Yes. Are they demons? I... What, what is exactly the definition of a deadite? I'd say a deadite is a lesser demon, um, a Kondarian demon conjured by the Necronomicon Ex Mortis, written in human blood, bound in human flesh. Mm-hmm. And a deadite, uh, they're cunning. They play to your weaknesses. Uh, it, you know, if we're cutting back to like the original Evil Dead and not Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness, where things get a little goofier, they're, um, you know, they can float, they can possess things. They're part of like the evil entity, a giant tag team. Uh, kind of a mind hive, hmm. hive mind, right? Hive mind. Uh, so of... like a dead eye, and their number one thing is they try to manipulate you. Like they'll like, 
uh, I'm a deadite. I'm floating and I'm saying ill shit and I'm vomiting on you and trying to tear your throat out. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I'll like turn back into me. I'm like, yo, what happened? I don't feel so good. And you'd be like, oh, well, fucking. Then, you know, you drop your guard. And... All right. So they're ma- manipulative Kendarian lesser demons. Okay. Okay. Is that? Yeah. Is that pretty much Yeah, nailed? yeah, yeah. So they're not really zombies. No. Uh, they're no. more demon esque. Yes. Um, I'm just curious because I've, I've never really understood what a deadite actually is. And I've always been more concerned because then you got the people out there. Uh, who, for some reason, like to say now Jason Voorhees is, is a, a deadite, which that to me doesn't make sense, especially based on what you just said. It's not canon. It happened, and it was in the Ash versus. I mean, okay, perfect example. Oh, not, not even the Ash. They started talking about that shit in uh, in in part. Uh, Freddy or Jason, uh, uh, Jason goes to hell. Yes. And you know what? That's Adam Marcus. I, I appreciate you. You're a nice enough guy, but you're full of shit. <laughs> You legit went next door because they were filming Army of Darkness, and you're like, you know, it'd be crazy if we could get the book in the movie. And I mean, I get it now because they had the Ash versus the Evil Dead com or Ash versus Freddy versus Jason, and then so they used the Necronomicon in there because obviously you have Ash. So, I mean, in theory, yes, you could have Pamela Voorhees could have used the Necronomicon to re. Some some kind of evil Jason bring back from the dead thing, but I think the evil in Jason comes from the lake. Mm. That's my two cents. Yeah, but uh, the Necron Jason being a dead eye does not canon. But you know, if that's the case, it's a if, fun if the, fan I like theory. that. Idea. If the evil came from the lake, mm-hmm. then shouldn't there be like a dozen Jasons for all the people he's murdered in that lake? Shouldn't they have all then to have come back as murderous? Well, the evil of the lake and the land uh, might have chose Jason as his uh, the harbinger. Oh, I like that. I was going to say Avatar, but yours is good. Uh, and you know what? The, in one of the comics, they, they did a series of comics, Wild uh, Wildstorm, you know, a, uh, which is a DC comic. So they had a hundred years, or like the Native American shit. There was this dude who went fucking crazy and like ate his baby and <laughs> took his fucking wife and like strung her guts all around the fucking wigwam and shit. And it was the evil of the lake. All right. So fight through the pain. Mm-hmm. So, that's yeah. uh, that's that. Okay. Um. So, Evil Dead Rise is good. Check it out. Jason is not a deadite, and deadites <laughs> are uh, lesser demons. Okay. Um. All right. Uh. Now, but one other thing we wanted, I want to talk briefly on. Hopefully, and this probably might end up being the longest segment. <laughs> I say briefly, um, because we talked about last episode on our why they talk. You know, what we do on um, here. We talk. We talk. Um, Mandalorian. Oh boy! Just wrapped up season right. three. So um, now, you had some comments that you were talking about about your guesses on this. And uh, here's my thing, though. Yeah, I'm wondering. Well, as we last left off, the episode before that is the Mandalorians arrive on Mandalore. Mm-hmm. They meet some other pirate Mandalorians. They show up in the basement of the the forge or whatever, and then they get mobbed by fucking Imperial Beskar covered Mandalorians. And we find out that Darth Gus is like, oh, yeah, dude, I'm getting clones. I'm getting Jedis. I'm getting fucking darts. I'm turning myself into. He, I was, he basically turned himself into Darth Vader. The wish version of Darth Vader. Yes. yes. <laughs> like, wait a minute. I've seen this before. <laughs> yeah, but I feel uh, Darth Gideon. Gideon. I call him Gus because of uh, Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. And that dude is a great villain in everything. 
So anyway, he's like, yeah, that's what's going on here. And then Paz Vesla got killed. Did you know? And here's the thing. I did, I did, it took me a while to realize that Paz, his last name was Vesla. Vesla. Um, or Vizla? You got it. Vizla. Um I mean, heavens forbid well, there's here's, a mispronunciation yeah. in Star Wars. Well, this is why we, I think we were also talking last time. We were talking about what's canon, what not canon, and the video games. Yeah. Well, now I was talking about the video game, the MMO, the online one that's set in the Old Republic. It's, you know, the Re- Revan storylines and all that. Yeah. Well, in the expansion later on, there's a character, Shay Vizla, mm-hmm. who is a Mandalorian bounty hunter. Or she's, she's at that point leading the Mandalorians. And I'm like, oh, Vizsla. And they're like, Paz, holy shit, it's the same last name. So right. maybe there is going to be some canon connection between some of these, the, that MMO and the Revan stuff and, exactly. and now. Or unless it's, I can't be pure coincidence. But, no, I think uh, uh, Dave but, Filoni and Fabro are but, setting all that shit up. I love Shay Vizsla in the video game. She was awesome. She's a great character. And then, and Paz is one of my favorites. You know, I don't want to call him like second, I guess secondary of the Mandalorian character. He's, he was, oh, big time. That guy was a badass. Just big, hungry, with this giant Gatling laser gun. Just fucking unit. Yeah. And, he was awesome. All right. And then so what the next, that, okay, so my speculation, because we had that gap. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, well, you know, we, we didn't record because my boy was fucking hurt yeah. over here. Uh, so it was because Fox, you know, part of Bo Katan's crew, because you got Sasha Banks, mm-hmm. you got Fox, who was running that shit for a minute, and then fucking uh, Bo showed up and whooped his ass. Like, mm-hmm. this is mommy's show. So, um, so when they're getting ambushed, it's like, he goes, oh my God, I'm going to go get help. I found a hole in the ceiling. Pew, I'm gone. Yep. I'm like, wow, that's convenient. <laughs> Originally, I thought it was going to be like those three um, Mandos that were on Mandalorian. And, oh, the pirate ones? Yeah, and they're like, well, Bo-Katan, you never would have left stuff or betrayed us or anything. And I love how those guys, after the ambush, they get away and they, they leave like this underground like oh, oasis. This is like Everything's green. Right, in the yes, barn. yes. Like, oh, we can hide out here. We can take shelter here and we can hide out here for a while. And they're like, they're like okay, great. But then like 30 seconds, they're like, oh, we got to go. <laughs> like, they didn't lay low. No. <laughs> they come in, they land, they, sh- they talk for like two minutes and they take off again. Like, what happened to laying low? <laughs> That's not laying low. If you well, fly right back out, they had to go and unlock some exposition for <laughs> you know the next season and shit. Okay, there was big speculation that the armor was going to be the fucking the the uh, spy. The armor? Yeah, mm, I wouldn't. I doubt that. That, yeah. I, that one never crossed my mind. No, because she's fucking mama, mm-hmm. and, dude. And so the next episode, we have just jetpack fucking mayhem slaughter fest. That was cool. Watching like the Mandalorian jetpack battle scene was cool. That was fun. Oh wait, hold up. So the episode starts out. They're dragging uh, Din Djarin, uh like these these some of those fucking new. Oh, also, they say Beskar alloy, and alloy is a fusion mm-hmm. of metals and yes, not pure Beskar. That's right. So that's why their shit was weak, and they were getting dusted. And I don't like just after what they did in the last episode. Like they brought. Din away like oh no he's kidnapped they're going down this corridor he's like you know what I'm done being kidnapped yeah. he just starts fucking murking the shit out of yeah. him and then fucking I thought that was gonna be like the big thing like okay he's gonna be kidnapped and then season 4 they have to go find him and rescue him that's gonna be the big thing I'm no, glad they did I'm yeah. glad they did and then fucking Mecha Grogu shows up and he's like Mecha no Grogu. no 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 it fucking just starts slaughtering them too and I'm like yes I still don't know how I feel about Mecha Grogu. Well, I'm glad it's over now. Like it, it, it's done. It was fun while it lasted, but uh, my thing here's my thing about Grogu. I don't mind the character. Okay. 
the show, I, I love the show. It's great. You mean the Grogu show? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Mandalorian is great. But when they show Grogu, for it always takes me out of the, like, re, like I lose myself in this world of Star Wars, and it's like, great, I'm there. And then they show Grogu, and it, it just snaps me out of it, and I'm, like, back in reality again because, especially when he moves. Like, they should have, like, precious he moves like a shitty little puppet yes and i put it's like everything else is so well done and special effects are no, great they do that deliberately because remember how yoda moved in empire strikes back no that's what i'm saying is this supposed because he looked it looks so bad like when Same he with moved Babu Frick. when he's running around on the, like when he's running on those like the lights trying to avoid like the, the imperial <laughs> guards i wanted to hear that fucking that classic Warner Brothers, that bong with that <laughs> fucking noise. I was like, it looks so... And when he's jumping, he's running... I'm like, it looks so bad. And it takes me out of it. And that's the one thing I don't like about the show is when Gragu's running around trying to actually oh, be a, you, a person. You, of you a, mean the space saga opera <laughs> made for children? Yep. Hey! The Toyota character? Yep. I don't care. Uh, Wait, there was one line that fucked me up real bad. Wait, what was it? Grogu was kicking ass, something, something. Oh, okay, and then, like, so Mando flushes these clones we saw. Yeah. Because remember when they were talking, it was Project Necromancer? Yeah. I'm like, like, motherfucker, that's Palpatine right there. Because one of those cats in the, the Shadow Council, his last name was, was Hux, like, from the new movies. Like, I don't remember. But there okay. was a ginger cadet or uh, admiral named Hux. Oh, in the new movies, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it was his dad or something. Okay. But anyway... So they flush all of um, Darth Gus's clones, mm-hmm. and he's like, "What the fuck, dude?" And then I, I know I'm neutering out a bunch of shit, but then like the best part is, it's like, "Yo, you guys see Fox? Fox? Where's Fox?" And he's like, "You guys got to get the fuck out." It's like, "Why is that?" Because I'm turning this ship into the home game, <laughs> and he just fucking like smashes Darth. The star, Gus. Yeah, the, the Star Destroyer down into the yeah. That's pretty cool. Um. And then, so it's like, wow, we have a black guy in a mech suit who's all burnt up and has a... Gee. I've seen this before. I've seen this before, yeah. Oh, Star Trek. <laughs> He's going to become a Borg. Uh, <laughs> um, so they smash the Darksaber. And... Yeah, okay, so that's the thing. Like, oh, no, the Darksaber's broken. I'm like, eh, no. they can easily bring that back. You know what? I, I, I'm glad they broke the Darksaber because you know what they did? They finally, not neuralized, unitized all the Mandal- That's the ticket. Here, give me some pain pills and some booze. <laughs> I'll figure this one out. Uh, make them go all good together. Yep. Uh, because it's now Bo-Katan and her crew doesn't have to, oh, the dark savers, what makes you the king daddy? Right, but I'm also saying you could easily fix it because it, really all that broke was just the hilt. And right. like, we all know what we, if we can go real giant nerdy lore. As long as they get the crystal, which would be the which would co- gives it its color, the yeah. crystal inside, you can remake the black crystal, you know, or the black saber because it's just the crystal you would insert and make a new hilt around the crystal. Uh, it's the dark crystal. The dark crystal, yeah. That. <laughs> that's right. That was Steven's. With the Skeksis Jedi. <laughs> Skeksis, yeah. Uh, that's Skeksis. Um, you can't talk like that. So, but here's my question though, based on the ending. And I saw this. Somebody posed this question online. It made me think. Like, hmm, it could be, maybe. Do you think that maybe this was that even without saying it, like kind of like a secret series finale, the way it ended with him, Mando on his little ranch with Gragu playing in the water a and, and his folks in and she's like, this is, it's just over now. That's the way it's going to end. 
Well, because they're dropping Ahsoka sometime soon, mm-hmm. and then I think there's the Skeleton Crew show, which is more kid-orientated. Yeah, I'm I don't know anything sure. about that. Like, Ahsoka doesn't come until, I think, 25 or something like that. 24, 25. Oh, shit. I, well, they dropped that trailer. Yeah, they dropped trailers. A lot of times they dropped teasers early, but... That's a good point. I mean, they dropped a teaser for Obi-Wan like two years before Obi-Wan came out. You're absolutely right. Um... So but, I'm like, and, and, and like, if it is in the way, and because they wrap everything up, like, we're, okay, Bo, we we learned Mandalorian is he's gonna go off and take these secretive under the table bounties for Imperials from the X-wing fighter guy. Mm-hmm. So we know what he's doing. That was Mandalorians dope. are united on Mandalorian. They light the forge again. Hooray! Motherfucking IG Eleven is back as the sheriff dude on Navarre, and, and I love it. So it's like. So like, if, and then they wrap up just that little circle, focus on just them two, and it goes black. Like, like Looney yeah, Tunes. Like, yeah, like the Looney Tunes ending. Yeah, exactly. I want one more like, season. Hmm, like that. If 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 it does end that way, I'm okay with it because everything did get wrapped up nicely. There's well, no like real big cliffhanger endings. Like it could be, it could have been a secret finale, without actually announcing it. Yes and no because uh, Fellini. Dave Fellini, he's going to direct a Star Wars movie, which apparently is going to tie all that shit together. So I feel right now everything's a little too uh, nicely taken care of. Well, you just say yourself, if he wraps it all up in the movie, then the show might still be over. And they wrap up the loose ends in the movie. I want one more season of Mando. I at least want some more shit with Boba Fett. Which I'm super glad that at the end it wasn't like Boba Fett's the guy for. But why would he do that? He hates the Empire. Anyway, yeah. all right, that's them. Let's move on. We have, that's our Star Wars talk. Um, Until I think of something else and blurt it out. So next, let's talk about. Even though you didn't get a chance to watch this, and um, we're doing skink, skink Marink? No, no, we, like that one. We're saying we'll do that next time because uh, that was the listeners. Listener suggested, listener suggested movie, movie from um, um, Mr. Uh, Jeff Bosniak, I believe, is the one who sent an email suggesting that one, and so we're going to cover that one probably next episode. Um, but I want to talk briefly about Midsummer because I remember hearing a lot about this movie at the time it came out. Never got around to watching it. Heard mixed things. Heard it sucked. Heard it was great. Heard it was blah. I'm gonna blurt out my prediction, and you tell me. Okay. So it is kind of like Wicker Man vibes. Um, 100%. Okay. 100%. Okay. That's exactly what I'm saying. If you've seen Wicker Man, you've basically seen this one, only it's like an hour longer than Wicker Man. This movie is two and a half hours of needlessness. This movie has no business or deserves to be two and a half hours long. It's slow. It's dull. I don't need to watch... Florence Plue danced around a maypole for 10 fucking minutes. That scene could have been cut down to two and you gotten the same effect. I don't need to watch all this shit going on that just takes forever. I will say the gore effects, which Ari, Ari are, are does good. good gore. I'll are good. When like, it's not like there's slash effects. So it's like, blah, blah, slasher. But when there are, when there is gore to have, it looks great. Like when this old lady flows herself off of a cliff, and face dies onto a rock below and bounces off this rock. And you see her face kind of like crack open, like flap around in the wind as she falls over. Looks amazing. Okay. Looks good. So, so good. Would you say this is like, because yes, it's. Um... It's basically like Wicker Man with a pinch of just a hint. Just a little dab or pinch of 10,000 maniacs. That's what I got okay. from it. Um, is this very dramatic? Is it a dramatic film? It's. It's they classify it as a folk horror film, and I'm sorry, I it's to elevated me, horror. 
That's why I that's... take this shit out, uh, throw this right out of the horror genre. This is not a horror movie. This is basically a horror drama. Jason. Yes, it, that's... it's a it's a drama. Okay. It this is not horror because there's no scares other than the, like, like you said and like oh my god how can they introduce the people and oh uh, blah blah blah. No, it's. <sighs> Oh, real quick, they called uh, Evil Dead Rises elevated horror because it takes place in a high rise. Nah, wah, wah, and no, wah. I'm on, I'm in love with that. <laughs> the, yeah, this is bad. It's so dull and boring. Are the performances good? Does Florence Poe Poe Poe? I don't know. What's how this chick from? I don't know her. Black Widow. Oh, the little sister. Yeah, Alana. Oh, yeah, 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 Borsch, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she plays a sister in Black Widow, and she played Paige in the uh, Paige Biofleck. The uh, family uh was it uh over the road i don't know the wrestling movie. i forget the name of it uh she played her but yeah she, she yeah she's uh so what's this it's like about Black a little breakup sister. like so she gets her buddies to go to some kind of no she doesn't do anything she's she's one who gets lured in so basically there's this group of friends uh okay first of all the movie opens with uh florence's character getting an email from her sister saw cryptid about basically looks like a suicide note and find out her her sister commits suicide, and I think her parents did too, or she killed her parents and then herself or something. And but in the end, has zero bear on the fucking plot. Has nothing to do with the rest of the movie. Um, but anyway, so her boyfriend and her boyfriend's group of friends who are all like post grad or like doing their graduate bro thesis. Dumb um, no, they're bro smart smarts. Oh, they're not dumb dumbs. They're smart smart. They're doing their theses. They're doing. They're going for their masters and stuff. Um, did she get butt hurt? They're, but they're like, they're like, um, they treat it like a giant party excursion. No, no, oh, they don't. Oh, fuck. Okay. Okay. So they're basically, uh, not paleontologists. Um, uh, uh, archae, no, not archaeologists. Uh, Indiana Jones. No, because they're not studying ruins. They're studying anthropologists, anthropologists. They study cultures, the history of cultures and different, you know, societies, like stuff the like that. Boring Indiana Jones yeah. stuff. So they all go over to this. One of them is a Swedish guy. He's from Sweden. He's a chef. And he, yeah. And he's like, hey, let's go back to my village for this, for this big trip because they're doing this big festival thing. Marshall, is this not the plot of Leprechaun Origins? Kind of. <laughs> Fuck. Um, so he, he invites them back to their, his, his little, but he rural, super rural Swedish village on the middle of nowhere. And for this big festival that happens once every 90 years. Gee, I, I have a pretty good idea what it's called. Yeah. Is it the Midsommar? Fest? Yeah. Imagine that. Huh. And um, so blah, 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 blah. Nothing fucking happens. Everything's rigid. Everything's by festival. And like, like you know, that this is how it's done and rituals and <laughs> that's what you get. Um, you got Marshall making fart noises. You know, this shit's dumb. <laughs> it's so boring. And so, so what's up with this Oracle character? So, uh, eventually, and there's two other like outsiders there too. There that some other cat, cat some other well, the town folk brought with them, brought back. They go the first one, the boyfriend of the other couple, goes says he wants to leave. So after the the the, the two elderly couple commit suicide by jumping off a cliff as part of the ritual, um, they're the two I guess we'll call them black, but ethnic characters. They're like, we're out of here, we're leaving, blah blah blah. We're, we're not just as great. How can you let this happen? Blah, we're out. So the next day, the, the Thomas folks tell the, the girlfriend of the black guy, oh, yeah, he left. We drove him back to town in the truck. He's at the train station. We had, he's like, why did you take me? Why did you take me? He's like, well, there's no room in the truck. The truck's coming back. We'll take you back Yeah, later. like sleepaway camp, too. They were bad, so they went home. Yeah. So um, so she's like, well, that sucks. Well, I'm, I want to go. I want to go. 
And then she disappears. And it's like, oh, well, she went back. She went blah, blah, blah. She, she got sent home. She, yeah, she got sent home. Um, this sounds bad. It's so bad. And so the rest of us just sitting walking around observing this festival and, of uh, you know, all this shit going on, like maypole dancing and weird foods. And it's, it's like a cult. It's like, yeah, it's a fucking weird ass cult thing. It, it It's so boring. And then you find out that uh, one of the guys, uh, Mark, the, who is kind of the red, I've recognized this guy. He's been in some other movies before where he plays kind of like a, the weirdo character. He was one of the sons. I think he was the son in We Are the Millers. He was the goofy son in that. Oh, dude, the guy that's going to play Adam Warlock. Maybe, I guess. Oh, shit. I don't know. I don't know his name. I just know, but he's kind of redhead. He's weird look kind of goofy looking guy um isn't he the guy that plays cal kestis in the fucking star wars games might be him or i'm thinking that ginger fuck from uh, uh bah, 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 bah. it's cool i could say that word yeah yeah uh, we can say it we're it's, allowed it's, to say it's that it's our word. <laughs> uh and he's also in shameless or i think i haven't watched him so, yes i think he is in it though but i haven't watched him yes um so he ends up pissing on his dead tree He's like, I said, yes, like going on. Not these. I got peace. He goes on peace on this big, this giant tree that's been dead. And some of the elders men frick the fuck out. Like, how oh, dare you piss on that tree? And that's a sacred tree. Blah, 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 blah. Gotcha. And he's like, oh, I didn't know. It's just a dead tree. I didn't know. And they're like, blah, 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 blah. And then basically they get some young girl in the town to like flirt with him and pull him away from a big that feast are having like, she's like first one was like hey come here i want to show you something and uh he's like okay good to talk would you like to see my yeah. knock and she's gone she, he, he's never seen you. you don't see mark again he's done um so basically now it's down to like three guys and then the, the uh, florence's boyfriend and the black guy who was in i think uh the good place he played cheaty i think uh they're arguing over because they both doing the thesis over the same thing we're gonna do the same thesis like how dare you, you knew i was gonna do it well it's not you didn't claim it blah 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 and then they make up. Buddy, just change your words around enough and, yeah. you know. So they make up. Um, so now during uh, the, the, there's more expedition of the feast and all the history and blah, 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 blah. It's real stupid. Uh, then this sounds they, like a movie you have to be really high for. No, I think you just pass out if you're high. Uh, so now, now where we, uh, the black guy, he decides he he gets act he gets permission to look at their sacred textbook, which is written by an in, inbred retard. And I'm using that word legitimately because he is a retard in this movie. An inbred retard writes their sacred text. Is this the Oracle? Yes. It's, okay. He's like the, he's he's literally like just deformed retard kid who like draws gibberish in a book, and they and then they take his drawings and then they translate them or make up whatever shit they want. I guess. Let me jump in. Real and then quick. every time, okay. Uh, I love where you're going with this. Did you ever read the comic book Preacher? No. All right. So did you watch the show a little bit? Mm -mm. Okay. I'm going to keep it brief. So there's this cat, Hairstar, who works for the church. And he's out there to, like, you know, smash out all of uh, new Christian artifacts that would, like, disarm the Bible. So they have this it. dude. Yeah. It is the uh, child of – not child of the, the bloodline of Jesus. Okay. But, like, they keep them inbreeding. Yeah. So it's just this <laughs> – Chudley Jesus Tard that writes New Testaments of the Bible, but oh, he's like gobbledygook. I can't cook. It just writes. It's it's the same thing, but done in a fun way. Yeah. So that's exactly. It. And the guy's like, "Well, what happens when your oracle dies?" Like, "Well, we just replace him with another inbred retard." Basically, is what they say. Rinse, wash, incest. Yeah. Um, but he does that thing. So he's like, "Well, what about inbreeding in the village?" Like, "Oh no, we try very hard. The bloodlines are." 
other than the the Oracle, everybody else is like they they very hard not to be inbred and they they track bloodlines, so you can't mate with him and you can't mate with him because it'd be too much inbreeding except for their Oracle, which is like which is nonsense. So anyway, black guy gets permission to view the sacred textbook, and but he's like, can I take pictures? Like, no, you can't take pictures. And blah blah blah. So at night he breaks into the sacred temple to take pictures of it on his cell phone, and he gets whacked over the head. Um, oh, and, no, he turns around and he sees the person saying like, huh, Mark? And you see a close up and it's basically Leatherface, somebody wearing Mark's face over their head. And he's like, huh, what? And then he gets whacked. The black guy gets whacked over the head, not unconscious. He's, you don't see him again. Um, and he gets dragged off. So now it's down to the- So Wickerman meets Chainsaw Massacre. Meets 10,000 Maniacs, meets boring shit, meets inbred. <laughs> meets- ta- uh, Meets I taboo. Me. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so we're coming up in the porn part here in, in a moment. So- now we have, we're down to Florence and her boyfriend. Boyfriend gets told by one of the elders that, or one of this lady, one of the senior ladies, like, hey, this girl, Igna, or whatever her name is, like, she's chosen, she wants to mate with you. She's chosen you to be her mate. Because, you know, it mate, everybody has to be paired up. It's like, you know, match or, e, or e-harmony shit. You have to be matched up with somebody. Or like only farmers. Yeah, only farmers. Um, so he's like, oh, yeah, I kind of got that idea. But okay, but I don't know what to do. So... But eventually, and, and all the drinks are like, they give him drinks. Basically, all the food is drugged with shit, of course. The big surprise there. Yeah, like, so she, too. yeah. So, um, he's given this little dr- cup of like menstrual lemonade or some shit like that. He drinks it, and now he's all like, I'm all high. And he goes off to the fuck hut. He's left there. <laughs> 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 and, that's what it says like in in ruined letters in above fuck he's a fuck a hot <laughs> yeah and he, he go, he's led inside and he, they open the door he put him in they close the door behind him he looks in and there on his bed of like magnificent flowers and, and leaves and grasses is Egna completely naked tits out and just laying there waiting for him and then in a, in a half circle behind her is like a chain of naked women waiting from like kind of cute and twins like 50, 60, fugly and saggy, all naked. All right, they're not sure they've uh, been... They're wh- just swaying back and forth, like kind of like a hands across America thing, naked, going, blah, 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 singing some weird chant. And so he's like, what the fuck? It'd be like, I need you ladies to tone so, it down. I can't concentrate Igna, with all this bullshit. Yeah, Igna spreads her legs, revealing her badge to him, and, and, and she, what, I forget his name. Do we get Boy, full from, nudity or what's up? Oh, yeah. There's full, lots of full frontal nudity in this. Uh, he, he strips down. You get male dong here. Lots of male dong in this scene. switch it up. So you get some dong. He's like, all right, I guess I'm fucking this bitch. All right, let's go. So he goes in. He bangs this girl in front of all these like. Does he like ask his girlfriend? No. Because he, no, he, okay. he's like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. We should, he's struggling. But now he's just like, I'm just doing it. Well, this I, sounds like this part in X all over again. Maybe somebody needs to have a little uh, you know, conversation first. Yeah. That would have helped a lot based on the ending. Well, you so, know why, Marshall? Because communication is key. It is key. So he's banging Igna in the bed of, flo- bed of roses. There's a, um, uh, what's that song? Lay down a bed of roses. Uh. What's that song? What's this? Lay Down a Bed of Roses, right? Who's that? I only know weird shit, Marshall. You don't know? Oh, my God. It's an 80s, like, metal band, hair band. Sing, uh, lay you down a bed of roses. Shit. Fuck. Um, Breathe. I got it. It's not It's not. Uh, Guns and Roses. It's, uh, is it Poison? Is uh, fuck. Bed of Bon Jovi. Bon, it is Bon Jovi. Fuck. Okay, I was thinking, maybe I'm thinking of a different one. Uh, Every Rose is a Thorn. That's when I was thinking. I, a bed of Roses is Bon Jovi. You know what? All right, anyway. That song makes me cry every time I hear it in Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. No. He's quoting it to God. And every cowboy sings a sad, sad song. <laughs> but go ahead. Let's so he's bringing, on home. Yeah, he's banging the fuck out. 
Um, Florence is running like, what's going on? Where's my boyfriend? Blah, 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 blah. I don't know. Um, he, she starts. And so we get, the fuck up gets even weirder now. So the, all the, the, uh, uh, so watchers. this is a gangbang. Yes. No, it's cause he's just fucking the run chick while everybody else, all the other naked broads watch and chant. So the chant, the, the viewing audience, they start syncing up their orgasmic moans with Ignaz. So they're all like going, ah, 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 and, and, and in unison now. So it's like this unison chant of orgasmic proportions. And they're going, ah, in unison. It's like fucking some, weird. This sounds like some NPR trust fund. Like this is, uh, uh, this is the kind of college we don't need. <laughs> so... And then makes so then one of the elderly older women of the naked women who's got like long gray hair she's probably in her sixties or something like that she's like Mandy a little pudgy she comes around she gets behind the boyfriend who's on top of the igna who's thrusting into him and she gra- puts her hands on his ass and starts pushing his ass into her more like he's help she's helping him thrust well you know what igna was saying in fucking Swedish was. Put it in deeper. Put it in deeper. Yeah. But um, uh, we, we don't. So now well, it's... The subtitles weren't on. Now it's going crazy. They're working. The noise are being heard outside the fuck hut. So that's when Florence is like, what's that noise? And one of the people was like, I want to go over there if I were you. You shouldn't do that. She's like, fuck that. I'm going. And she goes over and peeks into the keyhole because it's old school. So it's a big ass keyhole. You can just peek through. Nice. And she looks in and sees her boyfriend fucking Ignaz surrounded by all these other naked women. She's like... Fuck that! And she runs off screaming, crying. And then all the other younger girls who are her age, she starts screaming and crying in unison with her. So you got you got the or- orgasm group going, going ah, 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 in unison. And then you got Florence Pugh and the young girls going, ah, ah, no, no, ah! And they're screaming in unison at the same time. It's a fucking nonsense. I don't know what's going on. Why they're on unison makes no sense. So at the fuck fest, Ignis like, ah, you must finish, you must finish. And they're thrusting him in harder. He finally busts a nut in her and she holds her legs up and rocks back. She's like, oh, I can feel the baby. I can Just feel the baby. like in the Big Lebowski. Yeah, sure. Um, and everybody's cheering. Yay. Um, and then afterwards, boyfriend goes to uh, the temple, I think, the, the, looking for the black guy. I think I know where this is going. And, or he enters the bar. Somebody's like looking for a black guy. And he fi- it's a TGF No, Fridays. he finds... He finds the first black guy who got taken away, who they said left on the truck. Okay. They find him hanging from like this rafters display, like his back's been like filleted open, his back flings like hanging out like butterfly wings. Yeah. And he's got like he's got like yellow flowers in his eye sockets, and he's just sprayed up like this, like big on display. He's like, what the fuck? They spatchcocked him. And they look. He looks in, and he turns around, and then there's like the elder. And he's like, <laughs> blows like red sand, pocket like, sand, pocket sand in, in in boyfriend's face. He's like, ooh, and he falls on down consciousness. He closes his eyes. Okay, done. Then we cut to. Uh, Florence, who's the May Queen, she's all decked out her shit, and we see she's doing her thing, and then we see this. Oh, by the way, earlier we saw a bear in a cage. We're like, why is there a bear in a cage? You know, comment about. It. But now we see. Berserker. Yeah. Now we see one of the elders and some like the younger kids, like 10, 12 year old kids, and the older guys like giving them a lesson about like how to how to dissect and remove the organs of this bear we saw earlier. Oh. So they're yeah. they're emptying out the bear. They're taking everything out. How like, to dress it? Yeah. They're like, okay, weird. Um, and then now we're at the big finale. We're coming out the finale. So Florence is like dr- hidden in like this giant, ridiculous dress of made of flowers. Like it's just she looks like if Job of the Hut was made of flowers, but then with a human head and a, a flower crown, that's what she looks like. Flowers everywhere. It's just flowers ridiculousness. And her hair. All you see is head and flowers. 
And the, the elders like, okay, so we're at the final part of this festival, blah, blah, blah. And like, there must be nine new bloods and nine must be sacrificed and nine new ones are taken in, blah, blah. It makes, it's gibberish. It doesn't make any sense. Basically, it provides down to, all right, two, two men from the clan, from the village, they have volunteered themselves. And then um, all the other visitors that were brought in have been murdered off by this time. So they, they're like the other five or six. Right? Outlanders! Yes. So they've all been murdered. They already count. And now there's there's two remaining. Uh, and he does like a lottery thing. Like he brings spins this big bowl, like balls, like lottery numbers. I, I and he pulls a, 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 a ball out with the runes. He's like, ah, uh, Tomamison or whatever his fucking name is. You've been chosen. He steps forward. So now it comes down to Florence as the May Queen because she won the, the dance competition. Um, she was popping and dropping a lot. Yeah, she won the dance competition became the May Queen. She gets to choose who is the final sacrifice, the, 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 the lottery winning townsfolk or up in a fucking wheelchair like he's completely paralyzed they tell the guy they tell boyfriend you you uh you cannot speak you cannot move but you can hear um so don't panic like and he, a good neurotox yeah he's just basically frozen in a wheelchair like and pike it, from the, yeah and he, he's wheeled up so he's like florence you must choose between your boyfriend who's the last who's number nine who's gonna be the last sacrifice your boyfriend or the village guy and of course you see him and she she picks her boyfriend because he caught her she she caught him cheating on her in the fuck hut so she's like, I'm going to murder you now because you, you fucked somebody else in this weird-ass environment. Which is, first of all, fucked up. That's weird. Like Everything that's weird has been going on here. You know all weird shit and the weird drugs you're putting in all the food. You should be like, yeah, you're getting a pass. I'm picking this town folk. We're getting the fuck out of here. But and anyway, I'm never going to let you live this down. Yeah, but I'm never letting you down, but you're, I'm not going to kill it's you. It's like, it's 3 in the morning. I want ice cream. Remember when you we were uh, in the fuck hut? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So she picks the boyfriend. So now we go to the big yellow sacred temple that was off limits to everybody. And like, oh, that's the big thing earlier. So they go in there and it's filled with hay. And you look around all in room are like effigies of all the other people that have been murdered. Dope. But, but like, they've been like hybrid. Like if poison Ivy got their hands on them first, you know? Oh, so like, so like one guy's got like, out? one guy's like all like made of sticks. He's got like branches coming out of his head. And like, he's, and then there's Mark's face, but like, has like flowers coming out of his mouth. It's all fucking weird. And, uh, so they're all, and you see the black girl's foot, the, the one, the boyfriend, you don't see her, but you see her foot sticking out like a, a flower bed. Like she was just buried in the flowers, but her foot sticking out like, like a bird bed. Uh, okay. Yeah. So it's okay. weird. Anyway. So, uh, and then they, they wheel. So they take, they took the boyfriend away and now he gets wheeled into the center of this, this temple where all the other bodies are like sprayed out on, on hay bales along the outside. He's sitting center only now. This is where it's very wicker, man. Instead of a wicker suit, he is now wearing the, the bear's. Bear he's wearing the bear. Yes. They shoved him inside the bear skin and sit him in the middle on some hay barrels. And he still can't move. He's paralyzed. He's looking around. He can't even, he can't even moan. He mumble. He's just looking around. Up. And the two guys that volunteered, they sit there on their hay barrels. And the elders come in, give him like a little... Uh, you know those pixie sticks and like they I give, love like, a, pixie sticks. Well, well, not pixie. No, no, not sorry, not pixie sticks. Um, it was like the uh, it was like a powder thing, and they gave you like a white stick. Fun and, dip. Fun dip. Yeah, the dips. Dip or the lick a dick. Or, yeah. <laughs> so he's like, he dips his stuff in, and gives and puts this guy in this guy's mouth like, uh, from the yew tree, so you feel you will feel no pain, and he gives it to the other guy from the yew tree, you will feel no fear. And like, then he okay. just pours gasoline into this guy's mouth. Basically, says, fuck you. Basically, and so they light the place on fire. Everything goes up in flames, just like Wicker Man. And only there's no bees. <laughs> uh, um, and so everything, this temple comes burning, 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 burning down. Uh, the two living guys who volunteer, who aren't supposed to feel 
pain or fear. That was the bullshit because you see the fire like ignite this one guy's legs and his flock at, at, at the lower half of him, and he's he's just going. He's like, Wah! he's screaming. It's actually gunpowder. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he's burned alive, and then as the flames burn down around his building, you see boyfriend sitting in the bear suit. He catches on fire, and kind of like uh, I think it was a Michael Myers scene, but like for, yeah, it's from Halloween too. It's basically like you see like the the head, like the mouth of the bear, where is where the boyfriend's face is, and you see like the just his. Face is on fire, fire shooting out of the the bear's mouth. I thought you and, were gonna say it slowly pans on him, and he's doing like Jim from The Office, that little smirk, like, mm. <laughs> like oh boy, that would've been better. So, and then it cuts out to uh, Florence, the, the the Florence who's sitting out there with the rest of the townsfolk watching this thing burn, and she's just she's like, at first she looks kind of unhappy, like, oh, I killed my boyfriend, and then she starts smiling, like, ha ha, killed you, and the townsfolk, the village folk, are all going, yeah. Yeah, they're cheering and dancing around, and that's the blackout. That's the end of the movie. So, Two and a half hours of wasted time. So that movie it, fucking sucks. So it doesn't end like the Return of the Jedi, where they have three PO in the chair. And all that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, by no. the way, Jedi's going to be in theater on the twenty eighth. Oh, up cool. For it. I might have to take my daughter to that. Um, so yeah, that's Midsummer, and it's fucking sucked. You made it sound kind of cool. Though, but, uh, <laughs> well, that's my that's my power. That's what, I mean. I can do that. So, <laughs> would you double feature this with the Wicker Man? I mean, it would pair up nicely, but God no. Okay, uh, that'd be like the worst double feature ever. But it makes sense to do it. But I would never want to watch those two back to back. Okay, so would you recommend this movie? No. Okay. Not at all. All right. There's nothing. I mean, there's the porn scene with the the fuck cut, which is like okay. If you, but uh, oh, I forgot you, to say when 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 the boyfriend gets done fucking, he comes out naked and he's like running around the village with a dong bouncing everywhere. He's like, what did I do? He's running around just flapping dong in the wind. You know what you did, you fucking. <laughs> so and the sex scene is longer than three minutes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Everything in this movie is That's longer so than it needs to be. Everything is longer than it needs to be. Um. So that's Midsummer. It's terrible. I would never watch that again. Um, to anybody who said that was good, I don't. I would strongly recommend you reevaluate your life and your taste in movies, and then people, maybe people check back. Suck Ari Aster Ost- off so fucking hard. So it's 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 just Wicker Man in Sweden with 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 a bit of Ten Thousand Maniacs run just because of the weird rituals, which is very much like they did Ten Thousand Maniacs during their 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 city festival where they were murdering people in weird ways festive ways just like they did in this it's that's all it is there's nothing it's it's bad it's so bad well what do you say we get to hereditary yep let's move on to our last movie that we're going to talk about hereditary this was another one that people said oh it's so good so scary oh no it sucks people straight up say this is like a the scariest movie ever made or be one of the scariest movies in the past 50 years. Yeah, I've heard that a lot. And I watched like, I didn't see it. This movie was boring. Didn't make any fucking sense. I get it. And it was just. I don't like it. Yeah, I, I, I kind of get it. So let's do the rundown here. Oh, okay. Yep. Nope, we're good. So, so hold up real quick. With mm-hmm. mid- Midsommar, you'd say the movie was shot well. The sound quality was good. Yeah, I mean, it was. As arc- a movie, it's it's there. Yeah. But the plot's dog shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it, it's it's just a glorified, longer Wicker Man that has no business even being made. Like, the acting was good. Yeah, the acting's fine. I okay. mean, it, there's nothing. It's just the story itself, and then is and the, the it's just a story. The plot, the story, that what happens, it's this, it's, it's dumb. Okay. It makes no sense. Um, so anyway, let's so, move on. Yeah, how's Hereditary start? Uh, uh, basically, if you if you want to you like family drama in your horror movies, this is the movie for you. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, I, I I made a drinking game out of this. 
Every time Tony Collette mugs or mutates in, she's a shapeshifter in this movie without being a shapeshifter. Anytime, because Tony Collette is a great actress. I've seen her in a bunch of stuff, and she's great. Yeah. And this movie, I, I mean, I don't do drama. Let alone do I fam, do I do family drama. Let alone will I watch movies about drama? Because Marshall, there is so much drama in real life as it is already. Mm -hmm. So anytime Tony Collette mugs for the camera, you drink. <laughs> uh, I don't even know how to begin with this this movie. Okay, so like the grandma's there's a dead grandma. There's a dead grandma that we open up with that. Okay, so yay, dead granny. Okay, whoopity do. And weird miscellaneous little uh, symbols kind of on drives. her necklace and her when she's laying at her funeral, she's wearing this weird necklace in her casket at the funeral. Okay, whoopity. And then we have this the family with Gabriel Burns who just seems checked out, doesn't seem to care, even is care that, about his is, family. Is He's that just the like dad? Yeah. What's he from? Uh, he was in, uh, was it Stigmata or was it six, the sixth day? He was in one of those. He played the devil. Okay. All right. Okay. In one of those. All right. So we got Tony Collette. We got Charlie, uh, who's kind of a lumpy girl. She, this, I feel so bad for this girl. No, wait, she's a big horror fan. That's good for her. Cause she, she belongs in horror movies. That's for motherfucking. Sure. I feel bad for her, man. She is a weird, weird looking kid. Hey man, if Am Ramsey could get work, I'm just saying. Mama just, for Telly. Yeah. She's going to be cast care. You know, cast. Uh, you, you know what? I, she's going to own it too. And that's fine. Good I, for her. Man. She looks like Leatherface's kid. She, she looks, she looks melted. Yeah, I feel like wax work. Like she should have been like wax work or something. But yeah, I just feel bad for so her. So our young actress has some uh, facial handicaps. Yeah, yep. Um, House of wax, not wax work. Uh, anyway, but yeah, so <laughs> she's a weird kid already. She's like, she's off. She's awkward. She's like, I don't know what to do about it. Like super autism and then some and uh, yeah. like playing with dead animals. That's never a good sign. And then yeah. we got Peter. Peter's just like a seems like the average run of the mill high school kid who exactly likes to he smoke looks like weed. The mailman kid, mailman's kid. Yeah, he doesn't look. He's like Indian. He looks Indian as fuck. He's like, like Indian as fuck. Gabriel Burns is not Indian. No. Tony Collette's not Indian. Last time I checked. Where? Yeah, where did this kid come from? <laughs> she's the. Uh, she's he's not hereditary. He's the man. No, he, he looks like Slumdog. He's the. Payments mailman. He's the pale man's kid. Pale man. Yeah. Payments kid. Okay, there's a joke there. Moving on. Yeah. So anyway. We're moving on. It, uh, turns out there's going to be a house, high school house party and that the boy's going to go, but then mom makes him take the sister for Which, some reason. I get it. As being a younger sibling, every now and again, mom and dad would be like, take your brother. And I'd be like, don't. <laughs> Real talk, I would have gave Charlie like, Charlie, here's 20 bucks. You're going to go watch whatever weird fucking horror movie you look like you're from. Yeah. And I'll pick you up afterwards. That's not, yeah, that would have been a better idea. Oh, straight out the gate at the funeral, uh, somebody gives Charlie a candy bar, and then exposition police is like, does it have nuts in it? You know she can't have nuts. Is that what that was from? Yeah. Okay. She has allergies, and they say it at least three more times. All right. I, I wasn't, I checked out then. So, yeah. So, at the party, she's eating, she gets, she starts eating chocolate cake. The brother's like, go yeah, eat that cake. Fuck I, off, eat cake. I need to rip the bong and try to get some dome. Yeah, and so she does. And that's why I didn't understand. Like, is she allergic to chocolate or something? I guess, but so no, it's it used because the scene starts with them like chopping excess amounts of walnuts. I missed that part. Okay. Um, well, luckily I've seen this movie twice, so I can okay. kind of be your sherpa. Thank you. So she eats the cake. She has allergic reaction. My throat's going. Like, I can't breathe. So the brother like races out of the party. Worst time ever because this dude is stoned to the motherfucking. Yeah, ball. stoned as hell. 
But he's like kissing the car. He's doing like 90 down a freeway, stone off his ass. And it's like it's all foggy and shit. And she's hanging her head out. She's, yeah, she opens like the air trying to get air. <laughs> trying to get air. And he, there's a dead deer in the road. He swerves to miss it. But in doing so, he swerves. And with the sister's head hanging out the window, smacks her, drives, basically drives her head first into a telephone pole. Telephone pole and, and this part was fucking dope. Yeah. This is like one of the few instances of this movie I praise. Okay, so the next day, it you know, uh, Pete's like, uh, I'm too high to handle with this. So he goes home. He just parks the car. He goes upstairs and he's sleeping. And then you hear Tony because I'm like, I'm going to go to the store. You guys need something? Here, close the door. You know, fully artist on this was fucking amazing. You could hear like step by step go to the car and then, <laughs> and then like, he's like, oh, dude, I'm so high. Oh. This is why I don't get high anymore. Because that time I fucking decapitated my little brother yep. in the car's family station way again. <laughs> And then it opens up on the next shot. It is her decapitated head with ants crawling all over. And that fucking telephone pole did a number. Yeah. Um, Go ahead, Marshall. You can yeah. your show back. No, no, no. I'm glad because you remember better than I do. Um, so the rest of the movie, that's it for basically for the movie for like the next 50 minutes. Of it's just family guilt. Family guilt. Tony Collette yelling at her son. Son yelling back. Nobody's dealing with it. And Gabriel Burns just checked out. Like he barely speaks. He's just there. I don't know why he's there. He tries to do something. This is shit. probably the easiest paycheck he ever had because he barely does anything except sit at the dinner table. He hardly ever talks. She's like, uh huh. Yeah. Yep. Hey, it's like, hey, uh-huh. sport, we still love you, you know? Yep. And <laughs> I honestly, I'm not a father. He is a so broken down man. Wouldn't you be like, oh, sweet. The Lord works in mysterious ways. We just got that burden lifted from us. <laughs> Unless know? mouth to feed. Right. And uh, Charlie's not going to work a real job. She's fucking cutting off birds, bird heads, heads and shit and making weird little dolls out, out of, of it. Altoid and, cans and yeah, shit. Yeah, man. Yeah. I um, fucked up shit, but dude, Charlie's got me beat. Yeah. Um, and so, so at this point, oh, they, they start having Tony Collette and the kid Peter, Peter Paul, yeah, Peter Paul. I don't know, Mary, it's Peter, it's Peter, Peter. They start having weird visions of shit, like dead bodies with maggots, and and they start having weird visions, and it makes no sense. And it sounds so cool the way we're describing it, yeah, but, but we not. are just watch. We are giving you the fast forward version of this because there are scenes that dwell on. They just fucking roll out so long it's like 20 minutes on the most mundane shit mm-hmm. tony collette for a hobby for her fucking job gets to make dioramas yeah she makes these miniature it's called small world it's like, it's like her line and she's like she's like an artist who's supposed to have a gallery of these like it's little cool. dial around uh, dioramas that I like she dollarama. makes That's dollarama dollarama yeah dioramas I that she makes i feel like she's one of those fucking characters from a house hunter it's like my husband refurbishes old burlap sacks and I fucking make miniatures and we make like seven. We make our budget a million and a half dollars. Right. What did you get us? It's like, well, we fucking welded four school buses together. It's kind of a Mad Max affair. But anyway, uh, yeah, um, and they just get to have this wealth. I guess grandma was loaded. I don't yeah. fucking know. Cause they have a pretty sweet house. Dude, that house is mine. Um, so Gabriel Burns, whatever he does makes, I get he's making the, making the bacon there. He's bringing home the bank. Yeah, he's selling. Uh, he's a travel agent, and he sells tickets to fucking the Summonar Zone. That's what it is. <laughs> to Sweden. Yeah, Midsummer Summonars. Midsummer Seminars. The summoner. Um. So yeah, that goes on for the rest of the movie for a while. Dude, Tony um, Collette at, is just so extra. She she meets a woman named June, I think. Yeah, or Joan at, at a grief counselor. At a grief counseling thing, and Joan, June, Joan. You call it Joan. It's uh, Joan. It's, it's almost jo- Joanne. Okay, Joe. 
Joan teaches her basically how to have a seance because she talks to her dead son or son, uh, son and dad. They drowned or something. something like that. Yeah. So she talks to him and she's like, oh my God, it's real. And so Tony Clegg's like, oh, we have to do this. We have to, because I saw it real. So she decides to hold a seance. I just to want to summon see, the spirit of Charlie. I want to see John Constantine in the corner of the room just smoking a cigarette. Like, <laughs> you fucking twats. <laughs> yeah. You know, this is bullshit. It's gobshite. Um, so she holds the, 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 the seance. seance and I, Marshall, I got you. Don't I, nope, nope, nope. I okay. got it. I don't need your help. Uh, I'm a strong, independent woman. So Tony Collette is absolutely fucking insane. Yeah, and she summons the spirit of Charlie who starts moving things around and, start, and then possesses Tony Collette and starts talking through her. It's like, Mommy, Mommy, where, where am I? Mommy, I'm scared. Mommy. I love it. Dad looks to Peter. Peter looks to Dad and like, yo, fuck this. We're out. Yeah. And they throw some water on her. She snaps out. She's like, what the fuck? Why'd you do that? Um, but anyway, it doesn't matter. So now the spirit world has been breached. Um and again, we get more weird shit, more visions, more nonsense. Uh, Peter's going crazy. He's seen more stuff. So is Tony Clett. And basically, it comes down to a point where Tony Clett r- finds out that Joan actually knew her mother, and oh, they yeah, were she in goes some up to the attics. And yeah, digs through the. Also, Tony Clett, you're fucking dumb. <laughs> this movie should just be called Tony Clett. Stop fucking with shit. <laughs> Tony Collette, go take a vacation. Let this shit blow over for a while. Yeah. How do you not know your mom's friends? Yeah. Dead fucking serious. Exactly. If they're that close, I would even. Not, I agree. So, but she goes up the attic, finds a bunch of her mom's stuff, and then finds like a bunch of pictures it's, and it's stuff. It's an album with, with, says for my witches. Yeah. Uh, and finds the mom and Joan know each other. And they were in a, a cult together. Oh, big surprise. Okay, so now. Like, oh shit. And so now she figures out a way to somehow, I guess, break the spirit world or like seal it back up. But she has to write this letter and it has to have Gabriel Burns throw it in a fireplace or some shit. She's like, only you can do it. Oh, only wait, you can do it's it. Because it was in Charlie's journal, little doodle. Yeah, journal. She, she drew weird, creepy drawings. Imagine that. Yeah, creepy shit drawing. Yeah. Hmm. So she's like, we have to burn this book, but only you can do it because I touched it or something. So you have to do it. And, and they I, was like, fuck well, this. Well, she like tried to throw it in the fire and her arm lit up. Oh, okay. I think that's what it was. I don't remember, and but if maybe. the callers listen, I don't. Just don't. Don't, don't. don't call us. Um, <laughs> Let it go. Gabriel was like, okay, oh, he takes it. Like, All right, I'm going to do whatever. Because he is so, he is up to here with he's all done. this bullshit. Yeah, he's burning. He's done. He's like, nope, this is a, this is, we're getting no more of this. We're going to get you help. This, I'm putting an end to this. Honestly, I'm surprised he did not have a side plot of him having a side piece. He, he, he should have. Dude, right, for real. Sorry, he, if sorry. any man was, like, justified to have a side, he would be justified in this. Uh, but, so basically, fine, because, like, fine, I'll do it. She takes the little dr- doodle pad, throws it in the fire, and this Gabriel Byrne just, boom! Does the best human torture person yeah, ever Yeah, the flame on. He's engulfed. He burns up. He dies in the floor. Meanwhile, Peter is like, I think, passed out in somewhere or something. Like he, I don't know if he's passed out in the bedroom or he comes home from oh, somewhere. Also, let's talk. Of, oh, he was just like asleep in the car somewhere. Yeah. Which I get it. Oh, home he got is, possessed in the, he got, you know, this is after he bashed his face in his desk at school. That part was kind of cool. And they had to carry him upstairs and put, so he's passed out in his room when all this happens. He self-bonkified himself. Yeah. Uh, so Gabriel Burns is dead. He, he burns to death. Claude's like, oh my Gabriel God, what's going Gabriel Burns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cue the old man Muppet laugh. <laughs> um, uh, so Tony Clutch, she finds uh, more shit about this King Palamon or Payment. Payment, whatever. Payment. Uh, Payment. Some some more culty bullshit. I, I did my homework on him. It's, okay. it's, it's good. Okay. Um, so I guess some legit... 
basis. One of the seven kings of hell. Yes, the seven kings of hell. Um, yeah, apparently this cult was worshiping or following or something. And she, uh, what happens to her? She, oh, she goes up the attic. She goes up the attic and finds like her mother's decapitated head yo. in the attic. For some reason. Because there's flies all over the place in this yeah. movie. It's probably because Grandma's stank ass old uh, body. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah. Body. Um, I really am trying to remember what the fuck happens to her. So the- Oh, no. I remember now. So she's up in the attic. Uh, Peter wakes up. finds Somehow finds his mom somewhere, I guess, in the attic with the dead body. And now she's been possessed somehow. She gets possessed. She's Floating in midair. She's doing the most tired bullshit tropes like the I've seen it in The Exorcist 3 already. Yeah. Where she's like ninjas stuck up in the... Shit, do you remember that? No, she's just floating there. She's floating there and she has like a like piano wire. Well, that's not till later. That's 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 coming up real soon. No, I, well, that's where I'm at now. All right. So, so Tony Collette is doing like... Do you remember Tenchu Wrath of Heaven for PlayStation? Those cool ninja games? Yeah. Where you get like... I didn't play that, but Tenchu Z, I played the shit out of that. Oh, yeah. shit. Man, I forgot about that. Tenshi so Z was a shit. She's doing all this ninja shit. And then, yes, she's sitting there floating, bonking her head on the ceiling. This part's fucking dope because yeah. she is just. Peter comes up, finds it. She's got like piano wire in her hand and she's like. Garroding. She's garroding herself. She's basically cutting her own head, decapitating herself with piano wire. And she's going. And then she starts speeding up, going faster, 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 faster. Peter, like, he runs out of the house. No, you know, he, he throws it. He swans dives head first out of a out of the window, attic window, face plants in the yard below. Then you hear a thump as the head. It was what the, the head coming off the mom. That part was fucking dope. Um, so then Peter gets up, like whoa. And for some reason, I don't know why, this but he he's, is... he's drawn to the treehouse. Hold up, I got this scene. This is the lamest fucking shit. This is like some ten year old, no, like some fucking five year old, like ghost marionette. I was like, floats up in the fucking. That's right, the mom, the mom's body floats up into the clubhouse. It's the dumbest. I don't know, like. Is that terrifying? Like, Ari Aster, have you seen horror movies before? <laughs> Are you afraid of balloons? I don't know. This yeah, she floats stupid. up to like a, yeah, she floats up to the tree, like into the tree house. Macy's parade. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, um, Peter, then, I don't know why, but he goes up there too now. And, he, and as soon as he goes, now it gets even weirder. Because like, what the fuck? Now the treehouse is filled with like, Naked, naked old people. Right. Just there's like a dozen naked old people on like praying like like Muslim prayer. They're on their hands and knees, heads on the ground, and they're all naked. Help heaven. And like what? Help heaven. where'd they come from? Oh, Why are they there? Let's talk about this statue, this effigy. Well, what we're getting that. And then in the front of the naked people, you have on the left side you have grandma's decapitated head on her hand, on his hands and knees and then on the right side you have crispy mom's daddy. mom's fresh decapitated head you're right uh crispy daddy he's just laying on the living room floor burned he nobody cared about him um so and then peter look he's like what the fuck and looks up and there is this giant effigy in the corner like wearing like an armor and a crown on it, his head it's charlie's head and it's charlie's head yeah charlie's decapitated head is on the wearing the crown and then um, kind of blips out and he's like, oh, fuck, I'm payment now. And then I was like, one of the naked ladies or something gets up, um, gets up, walks over to the effigy. Pa- Peter, Paul, whatever, he's just standing there. He's not doing anything. He's, he's just oh, standing he there. Out. He's, he's gone. He's autopilot. And they're chanting some shit. It, the lady pulls the crown off the effigy's head, 
puts it on Peter's head hey, while I'm saying, payment. "Here's hey, yeah, he'll he'll pay him." Um, well, uh, now here's this is where it got confusing, but it's fucking weird. Here's oh, your, this, here's this here's now. the explanation. Yeah, this is where. So they're saying Charlie is supposed to be the spirit of King Payment that they worship, but they couldn't worship Charlie or make her ascend because she was born into a girl's body. Yeah, Payment's into so, dudes. Yeah, Payment's into dudes. So because Charlie was a chick, she couldn't be it. So they had to kill Charlie and then have this, her spirit possess a male's body in order to, I guess, no, bring you, in you King Payment yeah. and so they can worship him as the king of hell? Like that's some sexist bullshit. A or, little bit, and I, I mean, I get that's it. That's what I, that's what I got time, from it. But uh, but it's like, come we, on, guys. Really? Like why? What? Why not just possess Paul from the beginning? Like why would he? If if King Payment can't be a girl, why would King Payment Spirit possess a girl in the first place? Then why not hey, Marshall, just straight up possess Peter in the Marshall? Are you ready for this? Yeah. Because it was hereditary. Oh yeah, yeah. That's why it's so. Uh, yep. Anyway, that's it's a nonsense. It's, I don't. That's the movie. It's that third act reveal. They try to fucking uh, M Night Shyamalan yeah. Yeah, every time. And Ari Aster, you have a movie coming out with Joaquin Phoenix. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna watch it. It actually <laughs> looks kind of good, and it's got Nathan Lane in it. And Nathan Lane's just fun. Uh, and it's kind of a dark comedy. Which, buddy, I you can I, if you watch that Ari Aster movie. Our deal is off. That's different. No. Uh, well, well, no, because you said if I ever watch another Ari movie again, well, I will never watch an Ari Aster. Aster movie again, and I will not cut your dick off with a cigarette, a cigar cutter. So if it was, and I, it was, I said pinkies. You can't break a pinky swear. So you cannot, if you watch yeah, it. Yeah, if I cut your finger off with a fucking cigar cutter, you can't pinky swear for shit. Oh, I was high on pinky. I thought you said my penis. Oh. So. Hey, and it is Either me, way. nine out of ten times. <laughs> yeah. No, I figured I'd get. Either way, deal's off if you watch it. That's I'm not, on you. <laughs> I'm not watching Midsommar. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. that's hereditary. It made zero fucking sense. I have it's no idea why people there. think that's the scariest movie in the last decade. And this is one of the f- movies like uh, Babadook. Well, Which I still ba- haven't seen that. Babadook's okay. Uh, it's... I haven't seen Babadook. I haven't seen Jezebel. Those are two I want to get around to watching at some what point. What the fuck's Jezebel? Jezebel, I think it had Julianne Moore. Is another horror movie or something? It came out about the same time as Babadook. Um, but I never got around to watching it. You know what? It. That sounds vaguely familiar. So, I think it was Julianne Moore, but I don't know. So anyway. my shit is, uh, yeah, Elevated Horror, it's called, don't call it that. It's fucking drama. Uh-oh, somebody dunked my drama movie into a little bit of a horror. Yeah, like, I don't, I hate this, like, Elevated Horror. Like, ooh, we have to be snooty pinkies out yeah, or smell parts. If it's horror, that's too lowbrow for us high class movie folk but if it's elevated horror then we can drink it with all tea and crumpets yes Nigel Baboon. yeah fuck the elevated horror get that shit out of here no like you have a movie like uh The Howling mm-hmm. it's a murder mystery set in some weird you know uh off some resort and it's a fucking murder movie yeah there you go it's more than one three calibers yeah <laughs> Anyway, but anyway, uh, that's you, it. I, like, I don't. I just. I don't understand why people like this movie so much, uh, or th- or at least. I mean, maybe they like it fine, but to call it like the scariest movie that of is like a bold. the last decade, like that's no, 
like I don't think there's nothing scarier. It's like okay, it's just it's a cult movie. Not I mean, it's just it's another cult movie, and we've seen a lot of those. So big deal. And you know what? It's not even on properly. What? The the cult movie oh. shit about it. Uh, honestly, like okay, so Ari Aster as a director, he can fill he can shoot a film. It looks good. The sound quality's good. He gets good actors. The dude knows knows what he's doing. Just keep him away from horror. I'd love to see him do anything else. Fair enough. I agree. Well, you know, we could do dramas. <laughs> yeah. Um, I agree. I, 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 I mean, is it worth watching? I mean, it's not made, it's not done badly. Tony Collette's a good actress. It's fine, but I would not watch this again. Personally, I would not. That's I would never, like, I watch like, I would never watch that or Midsummer again. I have no, like, there's no reason to. I mean, and honestly, I don't think there's a reason to, if you listen, if you haven't seen it yet, don't. There's no reason to, you're not missing out on anything. Okay, real talk. So if you're a fan of like dramas, family drama, trauma, not trauma. I was about to say trauma? <laughs> uh, and just drama for your motherfucking mama, dude. Yeah, check it out. Uh, if you like Tony Collette losing her goddamn mind, yeah, check it out. Yeah. Th- there's two fucking shining star moments of the scene that fucking decapitation and, you know, her her head off. Yeah, the head. What what order would you rank these movies in? Are they all poop? <laughs> They're all poop. They're um, all poop. Um, that just which which ones? Liquidy poop, chunky poop, right. smooth poop. The the poop the the, the, the hard poop that makes your asshole hurt when it comes out poop. Right, um, like getting fucked by Mister T. Yeah, <laughs> I, I pity the poop. Um, well, be, honestly, Beaster Day is the worst of all. I but I, I gotta go. Uh, Slumber Party Massacre or Spring Break Massacre. That was the worst because that's not even a movie. That's just. <laughs> segments film we couldn't even describe how the movie ends movie you need to we treat- were, I, mean, I was able to describe that one way more than i was able to describe beaster day beaster uh, day I, to me is the word that's just weird that's just a nonsense that is 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 he a kaiju he, he might be too small to be kaiju because aren't kaiju supposed to be like building size not necessarily uh, he's bigger than a house but he's not like skyscraper godzilla big because king kong was only three stories tall the og yeah, well, he, I guess tech. I mean, he's bigger than a house, so yeah, I guess he's kaiju. He's baby kaiju, kaiju junior. So kaijunior. kaiju junior. We named the dog kaiju. <laughs> no, uh, so I found out it's like if it's Dai Daiatsu kaiju, and yeah, feel free to school me on the the. I don't know. So that means giant monster, while kaiju just kind of means monster. But we accept kaiju as giant monster because we're lazy Americans. <laughs> well, we didn't coin the term, but that's how we do it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I go Beaster Day is the worst. Followed by Midsummer. Then I'd probably go. I don't know. Hereditary. Hereditary. It was made well. It was definitely big budget, but you could shave an hour out. But of you it. could take a lot out. And any Spring Break Massacre had boobs. some goofiness, some boobs, some silliness. It was a little more. I don't know. Um. Let's bring it out home. Let's yeah. get you out of here. Um, My boy's hurting. Yep, yeah, I'm hurting. We're going to call it there. They all sucked this week, all of them. Yeah. Um, Hereditary might have been the closest thing to a movie. Yeah. Um, so that's it. That's another, I guess, another Why They Talk episode going down. Sorry for, if you guys don't like this format, but that's the way it is for right now. Yeah, deal with it. Um, well, Make your own podcast. While uh, I heal up and uh, just time restraints and all the other issues. So. Anyway, if you do, you're still here, listen. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Um, I'll be back sometime. I don't know when. It depends on, I guess, how I feel and how my healing up goes. So, uh, again, thank you to Nachos for being here and filling in. Appreciate it. Shucks, buddy. Uh, in the meantime, to whenever it is the next time it is, I don't know. Uh, watch more horror movies. Remember to always keep it. Leave that boy alone.
Tight.